0: hey mario hey adri what would be a better bet bitcoin or a dog
1: i'd go with bitcoin
0: hmm. well let me tell you the correct answer but stay tuned to find out
1: good morning this is your host mario
0: and this is your other host adrielle
1: and this is a morning brief where you can get your news
0: in minutes
1: good morning everybody good morning adri good morning so I want to start our discussion about something pretty important that just came out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mayweather is gonna fight again.
0: <laughs> who? Um,
1: he's gonna fight someone I would never have expected, Logan Paul.
0: Isn't that the YouTuber guy or, yes, yeah? Yes, the YouTuber
1: guy who, uh, it's the older brother who, um, of of the Jake other, Paul, Jake Paul, yes, who Who's just won.
0: Huh? Jake Paul is a boxer.
1: Oh, isn't that a professional boxer? But yeah, he just fought, as you know, like last weekend. and mm-hmm. He won knockout. There's a lot of memes about it. Yep. But Logan Paul is gonna fight Mayweather. I find this so crazy because one, they're not. I don't even think they're in the same weight class at all.
0: Yeah. And second of all, isn't Logan like tw- like no Mayweather is twice Logan's age? I thought there was like a age requirement.
1: I don't know if there's an age thing. I know there's a weight thing. So you want to be in the same weight class. I see. And Mayweather's like my height and my weight. He's like 5'8 and he's like about 150 pounds, Mm -hmm. obviously fluctuating, right? Mm -hmm. But Logan Paul is like six something. He's over six feet. He's like 6'1", 6'2", for sure. And I know he must be close to the 180 pound range. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they're in the same weight class. So either one's going to have to gain or one's going to have to drop. And I don't know how this, like, translates to boxing's, like, authenticity.
0: Yeah, that's a very interesting dynamic between the two. Like, who thought of that? I don't
1: know. And obviously, this is to make money. Yeah. And I was... Everyone's kind of annoyed about this, but everyone's excited because mm-hmm. obviously this is going to be crazy.
0: I wonder who's going to win. <laughs> oh,
1: uh, my money's on Mayweather, 100%. Really? No doubt about it. But I he hasn't boxed over. in
0: like 15 years.
1: No, he boxed like a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Like Excuse two years me. ago. Yeah. Excuse
0: me. I, well, it's been a long he's time. Undefeated. He's undefeated. He's 50 see.
1: and 0. Okay. Right? He's not going to lose. And I don't think he's going to... He's been doing this since he was a kid. Like, Mayweather's a beast, okay? Yeah. Now, as much as people want to hate him... He's an actual boxer. <laughs> Logan Paul is not undefeated. He has lost. Uh-huh. He's drawn. I think he was drawn in the first fight. He's not gonna. I'm sorry. I I have my money's on Mayweather, 100%. I see.
0: I see. But this is
1: definitely gonna be a crazy fight, and I'm excited for it.
0: So for all you boxer fans out there, keep an eye out. When's the fight happening?
1: The fight is having happening February 20, 2021. Okay. Obviously available through pay per view, of course.
0: Ooh. So it's
1: gonna be exciting. Yeah. Can't wait. So in other news, this is a little different. This is a little bit about stocks. So TikTok is a popular platform and we know how crazy influence has. So there was a TikToker. I'm not really sure the name. I don't really care, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) But he pretty much recommended a stock and he recommended, I think, a gas company stock. Right. Callan Pelotromian Company. And after he recommended that buy, it, in- it saw a 970% increase.
0: That's, you- a lot.
1: that's insane. That's a crazy return rate right I can't right
0: even there. fathom that. <laughs> and
1: he did it as kind of like a joke. He didn't do it as a serious thing. And he's made it obviously clear, like, don't take my advice seriously. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people on TikTok who are promoting serious business advice. It's a popular mm-hmm. trend. But he did it as a kind of a joke. And he showed that obviously TikTok is a powerful influence platform mm-hmm. anything that's said can be taken so literally and affects the stock market and i think this is a problem because i've said it before the stock market runs on emotions mm-hmm. and this is literally a prime example yeah of running on emotion
0: <laughs> that's crazy so does this kid normally give like financial advice or was he just joking around about it just randomly in his tiktok video
1: i don't think he's um the type to do that um Hmm. but he's given other misinformation but he obviously jokes i guess his thing is more of a joke i see but i think the point is he he blew up from he's been already popular and the fact that he has a lot of influence shows that it's very important to i don't know i guess we talked about that the other day with that other platform Mm
0: -hmm. parlor parlor and facebook
1: yeah, and Facebook about mm-hmm. should they manage what is being said. Right. Right, because you can see the huge influence. For example, mm-hmm. back in, I don't remember the year, but Kylie Jenner mm-hmm. said, who even uses Snapchat? Snapchat. Some, uh, one single sentence made Snapchat lose billions with the Yeah, B. yeah. And they tried to sue. Obviously, it was a huge scandal, mm-hmm. but
0: mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's- you said, it really just goes to show how much weight, like, an influencer really has on anything they say. Yeah,
1: yeah, there's a lot of money on the line from That's anything. It's really
0: interesting how it jumped or it rose to 900, what?
1: 970%. Wow. That's insane. That's a crazy return <laughs> right there.
0: So on the topic of stocks, NASDAQ is supposedly seeking authority from the Securities and Exchange Commission to enforce gender diversity rules and guidelines in company um, boardrooms. So essentially what that means is the exchange wants its 3,000 plus companies on the exchange platform to um, have at least what they say two diverse directors, um, meaning one woman who identifies as a minority and or another one that represents um, the LGBTQ community to better their board by diversifying it.
1: So what's the point of this? Like, they who wants this?
0: NASDAQ, the exchange itself, they want all of the um, companies on its exchange platform to enforce this rule. Um, they want to do so just because, in general, women or a lot of white Caucasian men make up these boards and they want to diversify that and be more inclusive overall.
1: So they want more women essentially on the on the on the boards.
0: More women, yes, and more gender, social, age diverse people rather than white Caucasian males.
1: I see. And what's the benefit behind this? I I I mean, I get it. Like I really do. Like, you know mm-hmm. um, there should women should be more in positions of power. Well, and-
0: I think it really just stems from how, you know, the statistics, I, the statistic I keep saying how a lot of men make up these board members. Um, corporate America has like made really slow progress in diversifying its board. Way back then, their ideology was to have like-minded, reliable people on the board supporting the CEO, but then that can impose drawbacks or there are cons to everything And what they found was that they are lacking that cultural diversity, um, which then lacks in, you know, how they make decisions, how they govern their firm, how they, you know, Mm -hmm. oversee their firm. And so um, to tackle that, they want, you know, to start in, you know, in diversifying their board, if that makes sense.
1: No, it makes sense. Um, I'm sure they have their reasons for doing it. Mostly political, probably, Mm -hmm. because I don't see what gain did get from that. I mean, I'm sure that there can be contributions, right?
0: Uh huh, yeah.
1: But yeah, this is a trippy, uh, like, very tricky subject that uh, anything said can be, like, critiqued.
0: Exactly, or it can be misinterpreted. <laughs> be
1: misinterpreted.
0: <laughs> so I just want to be neutral here and just say, you know, that's what they're trying to do. Okay. Um, there's a quote from CBS News, and uh, they say, according to the 2018 board diversity census, and from the co- uh, the consulting firm Deloitte, women held just 22% of the Fortune 500 seats in 2018, compared to 20% a year earlier and 16% in 2010.
1: So it's been increasing.
0: Ever slightly, so yeah. slightly. And that's the point. They want to accelerate that growth. White men held 66% of Fortune 500 board seats in 2018, whereas black people held nearly 9% of seats in 2018 compared with 8% in 2010. So you can kind of see, like, why they're proposing this guideline. or Right. Um, so, I mean, and I wouldn't say... Def- you know, diversification would ensure or guarantee better performance of a company. But it overall or it contributes to the overall like governance and how the firm runs and their decisions on, you know, what they do. Right. So I
1: guess my question, my only question is like, have, um, for example, have other people of color and women always been applying to the board mm. previously?
0: Well, that would be like specific to a certain company or, you know, so it's it's hard to generalize and come up with like right. a yes or no answer. You would have to really look into a specific company that you're interested in.
1: Right. Because like, yeah, because you have to see, um, are they purposely just trying to hire people now to try to diversify that? Mm-hmm. Or have people always been applying and there right. was certain barriers, you know, right. that couldn't let them get in there or whatever.
0: Exactly. And that's that could be a case study on its own. Right. So it's a very broad question and there's not no really, answer. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. But all in all, I like, do want to say like it's a very progressive like move going mm-hmm. forward. Um, I would say it is like a step in the right direction, you could say. But that's what's new.
1: Yeah. Change is always good. Mm hmm. Switch gears a little bit here. I'm going to talk about something called quantum computing. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with that.
0: I am not.
1: Okay, so pretty much most computing power that we have currently is binary, mm-hmm. which means it's a yes or no kind of system, which is zeros or ones. Okay. Well, zero, one, zero, one. For right. example, if you want to write a letter, it's a certain sequence. Mm-hmm. However, in quantum computing, a, a certain digit can be a zero or a, or a one at the same time or not like they can be both or not or just one or the other mm-hmm. so I know that sounds weird I'm and it's kind a of a really but
0: yeah yeah it sounds kind <laughs> of
1: like what but yeah. it kind of goes that's why they call it quantum because it goes back to um a molecule you can't you can either know its velocity or you can know its position you can't know both okay. so kind of that or same going back to a wave yeah okay um it's physics stuff right but China just announced that Their computations on their quantum computer were nearly 100 trillion times faster than the world's most advanced supercomputer, which is a huge milestone. For example, I know Google was building a quantum Mm -hmm. computer and they're all still in the infancy. It's not close to being used yet. Mm -hmm. And it's some bizarre sci-fi looking thing. It's like gold plated. It's like steamed up. Like it just looks straight out of a movie scene. And
0: what is this called? A supercomputer?
1: Quantum computer. A
0: quantum computer. Yeah,
1: it just looks so sci-fi. It looks something out of a movie.
0: What's the purpose of this? Why are they building it? For what?
1: Just... The next computing race, like just I to see. be like, fastest, always have the, the fastest computer. For example, Google said last year I had built a computer that could form, could perform a computation in two hundred seconds that would take the fastest supercomputers about ten thousand years. What? Yeah.
0: Okay, now that's starting to sound crazy.
1: Now that's just showing you the power of these quantum computers, but. This is where it gets crazy. The China, China says their quantum computer is able to process 10 billion times faster than Google's prototype. Oh my so gosh. they're leading the race. They and are that's, leading the race. Yeah, and it's just crazy because this is a huge race. Whoever gets this quantum computer thing down is the next, like just the leader cuz yeah. you see how powerful computing is now. Mm-hmm. And so this is really crazy. So super excited cuz I'm a big physics nerd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that means for like future posterity with, you know, having this in their, you know. Well, I mean, I bet- this accessible to them and what it would what kind of opportunities it would create in the future.
1: Oh, it be it means it's endless. I mean, mm-hmm. think about it, your iPhone has more computing power than everything it took to send like for example um the first man to the moon Mm -hmm. right all that computational power Mm -hmm. is in your iphone now
0: in in your your chip the way that
1: technology is going now that's not even talking about the supercomputers we have now and that quantum computers is obviously they're not out to the public yeah they're still in their infancy they're still Mm -hmm. being built and i'm so excited for them because who knows one day we can have quantum computer laptops (laughs) (laughs) And running Photoshop would seem like a joke. Mm It wouldn't be
0: killing your computer or or burning it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The possibilities are, it's like literally reinventing the computer picture how but a thousand we would be 1000 times better exactly like can that you even beyond,
0: Im- I can't even Im- imagine it I'm
1: Well how can you explain a computer to a barbarian like in the 1600s you or can't, the, you they can't you would not
0: understand and that's how I feel right that's now how it's we, beyond me that's
1: all. quantum computing it's the next wow. evolutionary stage for humans insert mind
0: blown emoji <laughs> here <laughs> Switching gears here, as we know, climate change and going green um, is an in-demand trend right now. Trend, I mean, amongst companies, um, public policies, our government and everything. I just want to quickly note what, what I find pretty cool is that Japan, the U.S., Australia, and all the 10 countries under the ASEAN or A-S-E-A-N Association, are all collectively working together to hopefully capture, physically capture carbon emissions in the air and inject them or bury them into the seabed beneath the ocean.
1: So how are they planning to capture this?
0: Yeah. So in doing so, they're going to be using what they call CCUS technology, um, which is a type of technology and a storage system that involves the process of somehow physically capturing these um, CO2 emissions from the air, compressing them into a pipeline, and then injecting them underneath the seabed.
1: When is this supposed to start?
0: Well, it's already been started. Um, they've been delaying the process for such a long time just because of technical difficulties. and two, it's really like costly, but it's something that they're it's a process that they are now furthering into and pushing.
1: Do you know so, how effective this has been?
0: There are no stats on it um so far, but it's in the talks and they're working on it. So
1: I wonder how effective this is going to be because if you really think about it, capturing CO two from I guess they're saying from the atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. And pumping it into the soil beds. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm sure they've done their research, but there has there's always consequences to moving something to somewhere, mm-hmm. and capturing a large amount of CO two like that. I'm sure is the requires. I mean. I don't even know what kind of scale this is going to have to be, yeah. because if you really think about where all our oxygen comes from, all the trees, all the phytoplankton, most of our oxygen actually doesn't come from trees. It comes from little planktons in the ocean. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. So
0: you learn something new every day.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and diatoms, too, are other creatures that give a lot of oxygen. But these are creatures that give us huge global scale mm-hmm. right, of oxygen. And to be able to pretty much counter that, yeah. by countering our CO2, we're going to need this to be globally. It's going to have to be huge.
0: That's what they're doing right now. I don't. It's a global <sighs> effort, um, and it says here, um, the country, the Australian country, or sorry, the Australian project Carbonet, which is using this technology. Um, aims to be operational by 2030. So again, no stats. It's still in the works. They're Got working it. on it right now. But I'm
1: stoked for this. This yeah. sounds exciting because we need to remove some CO2. There's there has to go.
0: <laughs> no more <laughs> <Obviously>. California fires. <laughs> if <laughs> and, not,
1: the future is going to be carbon dioxide life forms.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just want to quickly note. Just reading off this little article. It says, according to Japan's trade ministry, Asia has the capacity to berate 10 billion tons of carbon dioxide, which is equivalent to at least 10 years of carbon emissions in Japan.
1: That sounds exciting.
0: Yeah. And so I'm it's excited. a big thing for sure. Something to, you know, continuously follow.
1: No, that sounds great because we really we're pumping out too much with our cows. They're mm. farting and burping too much. Majority of our CO2 comes from them. So. Meatless
0: Mondays. Meatless. There we go. <laughs>
1: but yeah, this sounds great. I'm excited for this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Adri. So let us end this discussion by answering the question. What is a safer bet? Bitcoin or dogs?
0: Mm-hmm. And you said Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Well... Cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin aren't the only assets to have seen, you know, um, their, a rise in their value.
1: Massive returns.
0: <laughs> um, it's the same for dogs, supposedly. So according to this article, Bitcoin has risen about 170% so far this year, right? But in the UK, a Yorkshire Terrier is up by the same amount. So, that just means it goes to show that consumers or people are, you know, the demand for dogs is at an all-time high this year as well, so.
1: Oh, dude, speaking of that, I thought you were going to relate. I had no idea what you were going to answer to this, so I was (laughs) going
0: to,
1: speaking of that, Petco Uh might go public with the ticker name Wolf, W-O-O-F.
0: Really? And
1: speaking of dogs, yeah, so... PetSmart and another dog seller or something. Oh, the ones who sell uh, the refrigerated dog food.
0: Refrigerated dog food. Yeah, it's
1: like supposed to be fresher food and stuff for dogs.
0: Okay, but But whoever that company is.
1: Yeah, they saw huge returns this year in the stock in on their stock market. Really? So obviously when. Petco ipos mm-hmm. that might be a safe bet exactly because the return rates have been pretty crazy so that's interesting to know that
0: mm-hmm. it's a trend so the correct answer is dogs <laughs> <laughs> well that's about it for today guys thanks for listening in
1: yeah and we'll catch you guys on wednesday i believe
0: yeah see you guys soon
1: see ya.